Hey sports fans, and welcome to episode 53 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you're alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Episode 53, we are going to be celebrating our one-year anniversary. Yeah. Big deal. I, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, and just, yeah, it's going to be a thank you fest, basically. And I might get a little more emotional, but you we'll get into know. it. Yeah, right. Um, we will also revisit each each of our, our, our highest graded beers. Micah, did you did you bring that list with you? It's in the phone. It's in the phone. It's somewhere in there. He's got it. I He's had, ready for it. I had no idea we were doing that. Was that yep. on here? It <laughs> is on there. And we're going to just bring up a, just our favorite memory of the podcast so far, like whether it's just a certain subject, something that made us laugh. We're, we're just going to have a good time ta- reminiscing about the – reminiscing? Reminiscing? Nice. Reminiscing. Tomato, tomato. Nice. I've heard it both ways. Um, just, a, yeah, about the podcast. And then we're going to jump into some current events with, with our teams, um, and we're also going to finish off our list. We're going to name Mr. X. We're going to debate a few more of these, these names that we – you know, we kind of caused, I don't want to say a stir, but there were some people that were a little mad about some of our choices. So we're just going to make sure we nail down the right one before this all gets posted. We're going to have a discussion on a few of the names, and then we'll we'll uh, seal the deal here. And we're going to name our, our Mr. X for X Factor because there was nobody worth throwing in there with the name X if there was anybody available. I have no idea. So... Um, and, of course, we are going to grade some Michigan beers. I am Sam Waldhart, and with me today we have Ryan Waldhart and Micah Smith. Um, today is Cinco de Mayo, which happens to land on a Taco Tuesday. I mean, what are the odds of that? Arriba! Crazy, right? How often does that happen? Like, is it every... I think 6,000 six, years. 6,000? No, yeah. Like, isn't it like six years that it happens that way? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. the beer gets thrown in there every four. I don't know. We should have looked that up before we yeah, asked that question. Yeah, we so before we <laughs> really like get into the whole episode, I did want to just have a Cinco de Mayo focused question here for all. Did, of us. did you have Mexican today? I did. Yeah, I actually went over to Micah's. We had nice. some uh, enchiladas, margaritas, uh huh, and some beer. And was that it? Enchiladas yeah. that counts. Enchiladas. Yeah. What had, about you? Did you have Mexican? Yeah, Jillian made like a whole Mexican taco dish with uh, it's my favorite meal i don't know what I she makes yeah. yeah i mean cilantro all the I, I like i said i don't even know what's in it there was no meat or anything but it was fantastic and we made our own tortillas did you really yeah really? fresh Man, tortillas i don't know how you do that pressed it ourselves it's so good it's so much better that way that sounds awesome yeah all right so i did want to start with with really three questions and i i stole this from a show i was <clears> listening to Earlier, they, they call it the three kings, and they have everybody vote on it. I just wanted to have your guys' opinion on this. So what we're going to talk about is our favorite Mexican food, our favorite Mexican drink, and our favorite Mexican, Mexico, Mexican vacation spot. I know it's a big vacation spot. <laughs> our favorite Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> spot. <laughs> like I said. Stop <laughs> giving them a hard time. <laughs> Sorry. Seriously, man. This is, episode, this is a, supposed to be a celebration. No, I like it. I'm celebrating what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm laughing about it. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a go-to uh, vacation spot for, for us. So um, we're going to talk about our favorite place to go or maybe we want to go someday. We'll, I think in Cabo. Cabo. That's going to be mine, but. <laughs> Don't want to ruin it for anyone. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll get into that. So forget that you already heard that. All right, <laughs> so we'll start with our favorite Mexican food. Micah, I want you to start us off with, with your favorite Mexican food. 
lately, it's been just the honest to goodness biggest burrito I can find filled with steak. Wet burrito or dry burrito? Yeah, wet burrito with you know some taco sauce, some queso on top, and filled with some rice, some beans, but lots of steak meat. Okay, lots. Oh, steak meat. Is there a certain place around here that you like their the burritos in particular? Absolutely. Came across it after our friends Megan and Isaac told us about it. Lindo, Mexico oh, on yeah. 28th Street. Absolutely lights out. Their hot sauce, I mean, it is a true hot sauce. Is that the one by your work or no? Uh, yeah, kind of. They're in I a, think my dad might have took me there for my birthday a couple years ago. Maybe. Uh, if if well, you haven't been to Lindo, it, you have to go. It yeah. was it was yeah. probably an orange building by old Studio Twenty Eight, yeah. but now it's a red building right next to the old um, Main Street Pub. Okay, yeah, that's they, not where we went. They've either, moved like three times in the last eight years, yeah. probably. Okay, yep. I'll have to try it. You, yeah, that's you will have you to try it. Actually, reopened. They were closed. They're, do they yeah. shut down? They just reopened. Yep, just reopened. Nice. So you're craving it. Craving it bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what is your favorite Mexican food? I'm going to go with tacos, pretty, you know, standard, but yeah. very specifically, either steak tacos, just just as plain as it gets, you know, with just basically uh, cilantro and onions and okay. steak with corn tortillas, or fish tacos. Fish tacos. And that's got to have, like, the, the pico and onions and I don't know what else comes in, in a fish taco, but... I, you, do you like the lime on top? Do you spray oh, the lime yeah, on the top? Oh, yeah, the lime on top, absolutely. That's gotta have both, it. Both ways, yeah. Yeah. All right, for me, like, my, I really like burritos. I like tacos a lot. And I think that's what I'm going to go with. I'm just going to go with, like, your standard beef, ground beef taco. That is, I love ground beef, and I like them very simple. Corn tortilla? No. I like flour. Flour? Like, more yeah, Tex-Mex, yeah. more, more... Yeah, I like the Tex-Mex. I like the queso and the cheese. Like, yep. I, hell, do, do both of them. I'm okay with both. <laughs> little right? shredded cheese just so I know I it's there to make me happy. Cheese. And then the melted cheese. I mean, but melted see, cheese is the best. That's the beauty of Mexican food because you say like just a standard taco with ground beef, <laughs> cheese, lettuce, maybe. Well, maybe not lettuce. Well, I like beef, lettuce yeah. and onion. But that's not a standard taco for so many people. I so know. many people would look at like the steak with nothing else in it except yeah, onion. Yeah, I, I like all tacos though. Like all the tacos are really good. Why? Well, that's what I think is so and good about so it. It's so easy to eat. Like I could put yep. down eight to 12 easily, honestly. I, I so, love tacos. <laughs> so something Carrie and I did a few months ago, we went on a taco tour. We, oh. we did our own taco tour. Dang. That's a great idea. We. We made a list, you know, just geographically made a list. Said we're going to get <clears throat> one taco for each of us from each place, and and kind of rate like the tortilla, the meat, on a zero the tenderness to scale or what? <laughs> <laughs> it was probably more of like a zero to five to just keep <laughs> okay. it really simple. I I could have sworn we hit ten places that night, but I think we only got to like six, and then we did a tamale <laughs> stop in in the middle of it. Oh, so nice. so when all this Corona stuff is done, we should do that. Yeah, tamales oh. are really underrated. Yeah, tamales are solid if they're done right. They're yep. very solid. So all right, so what are your, what are you guys' favorite drinks? I mean, I'm going to stick to your typical margarita. I love margaritas with the salt, little sugar around the rim, like. 
man, I love a good margarita, but I also want to just bring up straight shots of tequila. Hey. That is kind of my, if I'm going to do a shot, just give me a little chilled shot of tequila. That'll get you going. Even Kirkland's tequila is pretty solid. That surprised me. That was really good. It was really good. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a margarita. I know, pretty pretty simple. I mean, good call. Ryan, you want to start? I'm just gonna go. go with, I'm that? just gonna go with beer. Beer. Yeah. A Mexican beer. A Mexican beer. Like Dos Equis or Corona or. Yeah, we'll go with Corona. Corona with lime is solid. Corona with Corona lime, lemon even inside of a margarita. I see Corona Rita. I I'm staying away from tequila because I've the last bad experience. Yeah, I mean like the last three or four times I've felt miserable the next day. Yeah. Involved tequila. But you felt great that night, right? Well, it depends on which time you're talking about. <laughs> hey, you gotta spe- have the right kind of tequila. Going back to you, Sam, your margarita. Do you have a flavor of margarita? I like so. I really like girly drinks like that. That it's probably one. <laughs> I of think my, every guy does to a certain extent. Like uh, Travis and Joe showed up in my house. Was it? I think a week or a couple weeks ago, and they iced me with a margarita smirnoff you know if you guys ever been ice where you have to go on a knee and chug the oh thing. yeah yeah yep. so they show up they say hey sam we're gonna show up with with this pizza kit that uh joe's son got from who know who knows but they're like oh yeah we got a pizza kit for the kids to uh-huh. to build their own pizzas and i'm like oh sweet yeah How come nice. on over i'll, I'll pour a beer and, and we'll just kind of ah. hang out social distance hang out and next thing i know they hand me this bag and i just put it down on the table we're just sitting there talking i'm just excited to see a human Outside of you two and right. and my family, um, I'm feeling love. Yeah, for <laughs> so sure. I was just really excited about it. Next thing you know, like they're just like they're acting really weird, and I'm like, all right, maybe I should actually look in what's in the bag about the pizza, the pizza kit. I open it up; it's a ice smearing off ice. You know, it's a pretty girly drink, but man, it's pretty good. So I don't know where I was going with this, but I like strawberry margaritas. Same here. To answer your question. Yep. <laughs> Touché. Sorry, I got off on a tangent there. I don't know why I did that. You got iced. Yeah, I got iced, and then I got distracted. <laughs> so, so well, is that your is that your favorite Mexican uh, drink, or do you have another one? I guess I would have another one. I I do like those two. Those are two easy go tos: the Corona and the Margarita. Clearly, yeah, easy. Uh, I'm gonna go with Paloma though. What's a Paloma? Paloma. It's it's essentially a grapefruit and tequila based margarita so to say okay so oh, is that what carrie and Britt were drinking earlier yeah yep gotcha. we got introduced to that um on carrie and i's second go around in mexico and we were really really pumped about it like the the chef just walked up to us and we had just checked in he goes do you have a drink yet we're like no we just checked in he goes i'll be right back <laughs> i'm not kidding five minutes later we had these palomas in our hands and that was what we were drinking the entire time. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So they're, they're good drinks. So that that's a perfect transition. I don't know if you planned that. If you did, I mean, a year in, you got it figured out at this uh, point. But we're moving to our va- favorite vacation spot in the country of Mexico. We've all been there, I think. I believe is there a so. place that we want to yeah, go? Twice. What, what is your, like, where's your place to go for, for Mexico? My place, Riviera Maya. You see your Riviera Maya guy? I, uh, I got I, smiling ear to ear, man. It, everything is perfect about it every time we go. I, I, I'm sure you can find plenty of other places with sand, sun, perfect atmosphere, but something about Riviera Maya, I absolutely love it. So yeah. are you just are you specifically asking about 
like the beach, the area, or are you talking like including destinations within Mes- Mexico? Yeah, I mean, if you have a, a destination that you like. Well, like, have you gone to any of the, the excursions? I want nothing trips? to do with an excursion when I'm on a vacation. <laughs> really? No, no disrespect to I'm anyone. The same oh, thing man. with Mike. Like, I, when I'm on vacation, I'm staying put I, for the most part. I, I love staying put and relaxing because life is so busy at home. And some some people like to go and explore, and that's great. That's just not me. I love just planting my butt in the sand or in a chair by the pool. I don't even like the sand. And just, <laughs> and just <laughs> kicking it. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? So you, you seem to be on an excursion. Type well, of no, I mean, so, I mean, I went to Chichen Itza, the pyramid, the famous pyramid in Mexico. Oh, okay. I went on that excursion the first time I went, and it was, it was a great experience. It was actually kind of terrible because it was so touristy and... They they had ever they had these like cougar sounds, the, that the kids would like blow into this like a, a mini flute would look like or like a recorder, but it, it would have like a cougar sound instead of I, I don't know. It was the most annoying <laughs> thing in the world. You, you'd have to give like, Ryan a really weird. No, look yeah, right anybody now. who's <laughs> been to Chichen Itza would understand what I'm saying. Okay, and it's it's terrible. But on the same trip, we went to a cenote, which is like a, a freshwater pool in the ground. And so we we went down into this cave, and then we could just swim in this freshwater cave pool and jump off the side, and, and it was a great time. That sounds awesome. But I'm not even going to pick those. I'm going to go with Tulum. Tulum. Tulum, which is farther down south. There's more ruins down in Tulum. I was going to ask you if well. that was the ruins place. Yes. But around that area, I just really like how the beaches have cliffs as well. And I just think I, I'm a huge, like... I don't know, like mountain guy or, or even any anywhere with cliffs. I just like that kind of terrain. I like climbing the side of it and and I don't know, having fun that way, and then jumping off from twenty feet and tuck and roll into the sand. It's so fun. so truly, <laughs> truly, you like being active more than sitting on your yeah, butt I th- on vacation. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, yeah, I like both, but I think the adventure part of that is what I probably crave a little bit more. Yeah. All right. So for me, w- Andrew and I were lucky enough to go to Cabo. So we've been to Riviera Maya. Which is like Playa del Carmen and Cancun area yeah, as well, right? Yep. Um, You've been there a number of times. Yeah, a couple times. Um, but then uh, we went to Cabo for our, our honeymoon, which was a couple months after our wedding. But I loved Cabo. Cabo is a really cool place. And it, it's funny because I kind of said, I want to stay put. I want to do this. I said that earlier in the podcast. But it's like the thing I loved about Cabo is you could leave the resort and feel comfortable. Like it, it's – Really? Americanized, I think, is is that the right way to say it? It's so close, right? It's so close yeah, to the border. Yeah, it's really close to the border of California. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you got it. Uh, it, it but it's just, it's really nice. And they have Cabo Wabo there, which is like the famous um, ah. tequila bar from, who, who's who's the, Toby Keith? Is that right? That sounds right. I don't, um, I don't do country. Yeah, that's a person. I know that. Yeah. I think he's the one that owns Cabo Wabo or whatever. But yeah, I mean, when we went there, it was just a really good time, really fun um atmosphere uh, how different's the weather from there to the cancun area so when we were we went in december and the weather wasn't that great so if i go back i want to go either a couple months earlier where you, you'll get a little bit warmer weather or a couple months later where you know i feel like like we a went march like, yeah we went in the, probably the worst time for weather wise i mean it was still you know 80 degrees i think but it was a different type of heat not as sunny as usual and stuff so okay um that was a little disappointing but i know for a fact like man 
That's with the right people. Cabo's the, the bomb. Right, yeah, I, I would love to go back to Cabo. So that's what I'm going to go to there. Um, but we'll quickly jump into our beer intros. Ryan, will you start us off with your beer intro? I will, yeah. From Pigeon Hill Brewing Company, I am drinking No Dignity Hazy IPA, which, if I'm remembering correctly, this is the beer that, before I was even on the podcast, the three of you guys, and maybe maybe Four. Trav, too. I think Trav was in. Yeah, so, he was actually the one that started it because we were giving him crap for- For the can? For, yeah, the can, he, not knowing yeah. who that was. He had no- Oh, you know what? I'm not going to go there right now. Yeah, let's yeah, just we'll let's just for, go. For later. Well, anyways- I, I one year in, I finally get the privilege of grading this beer. So this as well. will be five. This will be number this five. This will be the fifth one. So Let's good. See how I'm, you I'm do. excited for that. All right, for me, I am drinking from City Built Brewing Company, which is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, it's called yeah. Casual. Is that the right word? Right. That's what it's called. Yeah, it looks That's like the it. name. Um, it's a hazy pale ale, uh, DDH with Citra El Dorado. That would be double dry hopped, I believe. Thank you for that. Um, Kalista and Sabro hops. So um, they, they say making the strange familiar and the familiar fresh and bold. 5.9% alcohol. So, well, I'm a big yeah. fan of City Built. I've never seen their cans before. I've, I have tried to make it a point to bring the beer on the podcast, and I just haven't gotten around to it. It's just not on my way home. So Five, Yeah, so, sorry. 5.9, that's... That's kind of low. It is low, isn't it? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it, how it, how it gets to me. Um, before we 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 jump into Micah's uh, beer intro, it, uh, I do want to remind everyone that although you cannot sit at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, you do not have to miss out on their great beer during the shutdown. Uh, they are open Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. So you can con- continue to support them by purchasing crowlers, growlers, gift cards, and merchandise. They have a great beer, great staff that we need to support down more than ever. The Hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2020. And if you mention State of My Sports, you'll get a dollar off your crowler or $3 off a growler fill. We recommend all of their great beers and seltzers. Make sure you tag State of My Sports and the Hops Brewing Company in all of your 0 to 10 beer grades. So this is kind of a big deal here. Micah... What are you drinking over there? My heart is racing right now, I got to say. so You get the privilege to introduce something. I do. And on behalf... <laughs> I put you on the spot here, didn't I? I on apologize. behalf of the podcast, we are very pleased to announce the official beer of State of My Sports, brewed from our best friends over at DeHops. This is called State of My PA. State of My PA. Baby, it yeah. is good. Good stuff. 7.3% alcohol. Yep. All right. So the cool thing about this beer, it's 100% crystal hops. Hops. From Coopersville, Michigan. From Sorry. Coopersville. I gotta, so somebody talk here so I can pull up the text messages so I get this right of where it's from. Yep. So the crystal hops are from Coopersville, Michigan. Um, so it's the, Pure Mitten Hop Farm in Coopersville. Oh, yep. cool. Yeah. So the name kind of encapsulates everything about the beer, the podcast, the staff over at DeHops. This is the most state of Michigan IPA. Especially the west side, right? Oh, yeah. West side's the best (laughs) side. Everyone knows that. Yeah. So, sorry, but first, Mark, the owner of DeHops, thank you so much for giving us this this opportunity. He brought it up. 
We had a great meeting with him a few months back. He wanted to do this. We wanted to bring it out for the NFL draft watch party. Obviously, with everything going on, didn't work out. But Eric, he, he invited us over there. We got to brew it with him. Ashley was there helping. And, and we all got to get kind of our, I don't want to say our hands dirty because it's not really dirty. It's all about being clean. <laughs> right, right. But we got to get involved, and it was a great time, and we had so much fun doing it. So thank you to Eric and Ashley Absolutely. and especially Mark as well. Um, we're, we're so excited to be you know, in partner with you guys and the support that you guys have given us is just unbelievable. And we're, we're very, very excited about this beer and we hope that it's as good as, as we think it is. I mean, I feel like just taking a sip of it, it adds like three points to the score. So if uh, yeah. it's, if, if it's a seven, I'm giving it a 10, right? I mean, hey. that's kind of where I'm at. Um, no, but it's really, really good beer. We, we sipped it earlier, but, um, yeah, so we will give that one or Micah will give that a grade at the end of the episode. So that is a little bit of uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo more than anything. That was not the right song. Not the right song, but it worked. It works. We're just going to roll with it. I actually wasn't going to bring that part up, but <laughs> it's just the way the... I don't know. It switches songs on its own all the time, but um, anyways, we're, we're going to turn the Cinco de Mayo celebration over to the State of My Sports celebration. Um, I'm down with that. <laughs> You know, we it's it's our one year anniversary. I think it's worth it. You know, doing something for that long, Look, one year. Yeah, I mean, basically, I am just so excited that we made it a full year. I I, I can't believe it. Um, is this your greatest six to midnight a moment? It is. Like I I never thought we would we would make make it a year. I really I really truly didn't. It's it's not the fact that I didn't think we could do it and like we would continue like i don't know like there's something to be said for the consistency that this podcast has had yeah. you know like yeah. every single week for a full year that's quite the commitment yeah. for people we to missed, do we missed yeah, one week because i was on vacation and there was i i didn't set ryan up perfectly with, I, with the whole we were planning on doing we that were, week we had everything planned and i screwed it up i didn't i forget what it was i think no, it was was it, it was software micah had i think i was out of town for yeah, work. work related but it was so, last minute <laughs> it was so it was ryan it would have been, been Ryan only podcast podcast yeah um <laughs> i could have so done we're, it, man. we're trying yep. to dial in kyle here kyle are, can you hear us can we hear you we can't hear him. We, what, we cannot hear him right here? now. Oh, it's because I have the wrong cord in. <laughs> so so you guys talk here while I get the cord situated here. Yeah, so Kyle will be joining us as soon as Sam. He's just scrambling to find the right cord right now. Um, La- last, week, last week, sure I did Kyle bring up we needed to hire a sound engineer. Oh, we did say that. Uh, yeah. We still need one of those. Just yeah. classic. All right, Kyle, can you hear me now? <laughs> Yeah, I can hear you now. Can Good. you hear me? Oh, Good. Here we yeah, go. We can hear you. He is on the podcast. Hey, welcome. Thanks for joining us today, Kyle. I always I can I can't hear Micah ever very well. Yeah, because you so the problem with with what we're doing with the call-ins is you can hear us through through the phone. We can hear you yeah. through like the the cords and stuff into the mixer. So yeah. Micah's you know twelve feet away because we're all six feet away. From each other, oh, so that's why that's right. you can barely hear Mike. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're gotcha. not hearing the sound in, but your your sound out is is, yeah. is loud and clear. Micah so. might be what the loudest the, one. Uh, 
Yeah. What was what was the Cinco de Mayo conversation? What were we talking about? Favorite food or something? Yeah. So we we brought up our favorite Mexican dish. Our favorite okay. dish. That's a fa- yeah, dish? fancy way of saying that. <laughs> <Dish>. <laughs> favorite Mexican drink in our favorite Mexican uh, vacation spot. Do you want to do you want to jump in on that real quick? I do. I think I want like I want tacos as the dish. Did you say? It seems weird to call tacos a dish, but it's I'll good, roll with it's it. Good Sam. Mexican dish. It's actually a deep it's a dish, dish, right? Uh, it's like, okay. Yeah. But like they gotta be like it's gotta be from a good place. I'm not like of course everybody eats Taco Bell. It's fine, whatever. But like if you get some good tacos, like, um, but I'm trying to think of a good place. Uh, <laughs> Are you the authentic guy or the Tex-Mex guy? Or- I, I like the I like the authentic. I okay. For the authentic, I'm not like snobby about it, but no, you're yeah. talking like tacos El Cuñado. El Cuñado, or yeah, or even like Luna has some really good ones. City built. It, city built. There's very city good. Mexican yeah. though. What, what, what is it's, there? It's what Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Yeah. City still, built is Puerto still Rican. great. Yeah. Yeah. Still and great. Yeah. Lindo, Mexico. That's what Michael was bringing up earlier. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever Ooh, had Lindo? Yes. You've had Lindo. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, what is your favorite Mexican dish? D- Tacos. Didn't I just say that? Yeah, you did. And I was checked <laughs> yeah. out for a minute there. I'm still really nervous about the production of the oh, podcast man. here. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, so what's your favorite Mexican drink, Kyle? Is it Corona? Uh, got, I mean, no, I think it'd be um, Modelo, I think. Oh, you like Modelo uh, more than Corona? I think so. I feel like it's got a little more flavor to it. You know, And I don't know that many other Mexican beers, really. Dos Equis. Um, is yeah, it? that's good. I mean, yeah. I do like a lot of them, but yeah, I think, I think Modelo. It, does Modelo have different flavors or like makes? Yeah, that's a really good question because when I went to Mexico the first time, I think I was 18, so you can drink in Mexico when you're 18 years old. So mm-hmm. I had a Modelo and it tasted terrible. Like that was one of the worst beers of my life. So I'm really. I mean, I've well, you're matured. 18, yeah. I've matured since then. So maybe you, maybe you, you gave Boss Tweed an eight. So oh, don't don't call me out oh, on that, Kyle. Boy. I mean, so that, that's kind of funny. You, so the the very first episode you did Boss Tweed. I don't remember what you graded it, but that was your very first beer that you graded. Was it the first one I ever? I did? believe it was. Yeah. I think I don't know. I might have made that up. Yeah, we should listen back. We should listen back and figure that out for sure. But like a year ago, yeah, yeah. A year ago on Sunday was our first episode. That's what we're celebrating today. Oh, man, man, crazy, right? Oh, all right. So yeah, Modelo is your favorite drink. Yeah, and then favorite yeah, sorry, favorite. I, I, do you do you ever spot? vacation in Mexico? Have you ever been there? I have, but only I've been there twice, both times only for a day on a cruise ship. Oh, uh, okay. Carnival or uh, Royal Caribbean? Once on, di- once on a Disney cruise and once on a Royal Caribbean. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I I, have, I can't really say that I've ever really traveled there. You know what I mean? Like other than it's re- where you get off the cruise ship is super touristy. Like yeah. So you've just never trying done to sell like you... an all inclusive or anything? Not in Mexico. No. Okay. No. Is maybe, there a place that you want to like... go in Mexico to, if you would do like all inclusive or something like that? I feel like I want to go to the the Pacific side. What's that? What was that? The Baja Peninsula or no? The um, is that Cabo? Ca- Cabo's over there. Yeah. Is that where Cabo is? Yeah. So okay, Cabo, yeah. Cabo actually. So this is what Andrew and I learned when we were there. Is it's actually right where Pacific and somebody help me. Oh, the I don't Gulf know. meet. I believe. I think yeah. it's the Gulf and the Pacific. Does that sound right? I think so. I think it's right where they meet. So when we were there, um, <laughs> I'm going to sound like an idiot if I'm wrong on this. 
Is it? Is Please. it those? It's, somebody it's not the Gulf of Mexico, no, but it's, it's not it's, the Gulf of there, Mexico. There's a there's. It's right where two oceans meet. I know that for a fact. Cabo? That's that. wrong. No, Cabo, wrong. That, that's wrong. Yep, you're no, wrong. No, that's what the... You said you know that for a fact, well, but, it's, but it's not true. The, no, uh, the no, I'm telling you... tour guide told you wrong. Yeah, there might be like a current that you might be referring to, but not an ocean. <laughs> current. Like maybe sea The turtles. Gulf of California? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the Gulf of Mexico and the Pacific Ocean that kind of no, like meet there. No, Gulf of Mexico is on the... <laughs> Yikes! I'm way, am I way off? Yes, you're I'm, way off. I'm right, sorry. So, <laughs> can't even handle this. It's okay. <laughs> all right. Well, it don't matter. I'm telling you, the water taxi to guy myself. told us. So this is supposed to be about me right now, Kyle. It, it's, literally, it's literally <laughs> the Gulf of California. <laughs> the Gulf of California? And and that, it is. And, and the yeah. Pacific Ocean. Okay. It, it, that's not, it's not, that's a, what I just it's said, not an ocean. What is it, like San, San Juan? San Juan is right around there. Kyle, I'm sorry I cut you off there. You were right on there. Tijuana. Tijuana is in that little area. I was going to say, I'm sorry I made us go down this rabbit hole, but when I heard Sam say that the Gulf of Mexico and and the Pacific Ocean meet in Mexico. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, (laughs) this is supposed to be my day, Kyle. (laughs) We already talked about this. This is a non- Teasing Sam episode. Gulf of Mexico. Oh, all right. So I, I, I did not sign up for that. Anyways, <laughs> he's what not they even here. Told us it's where the whales were. My so that was one thing that we saw where males or males <laughs> whales <laughs> migrating mating. from <laughs> the whales were migrating from one ocean to the other and they went right past us. So in my head it was oh they're crossing this border. <laughs> all right. So I was way off on that, but. Right. Kyle, They're sorry. going through the Panama Canal. <laughs> the girls' volleyball came out, and the males <laughs> migrated. Yeah. Sam went male watching. Heard it here first. <laughs> Kyle, man, we miss you, buddy. Uh, All right, so that's where you would like to go—is like the Cabo area, or what? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. I think over there that'd be pretty cool to see. <laughs> yeah, like right, right with the Gulf oh, of Mexico man. and, and oh, uh, yeah, Pacific. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we got you in on that topic. That really made, <laughs> made really good sense there. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, this is going well. <laughs> very, very well. That um, will go down in the books. Oh, Mail watching. <laughs> Mail watching. Is that kind of his last year's screw up, or is that this year's screw up? I consider that this year's screw All right, up. Brand new uh, year. Let's yeah, start so it off strong. We'll have to put that one down for two year anniversary. Oh, man. Embarrassing moments. Um, yeah. But, but anyways, um, so we're, what we're just doing is we, we were just talking about, or we were about to start, you know, reminiscing about the, this year in the podcast. Obviously, a year old. I'm personally proud of it. And, and I, I want to start by, mm-hmm. by really thanking Kyle, Micah, Ryan, I mean, Trav filling in here and there, Jarrett being a part of it as well. When we need them, I want I want to thank you guys so much for for recording this. Um, I know you, we we all joke about the CEO, blah blah blah. I just I I couldn't do it without you guys. I I love the fact that we do it every Monday night, Tuesday night, whatever night that we that it works out for all of us. Um, I I appreciate it so, so much. It, it's kind of my outlet right now with not a lot other other ways to you know get stuff out there. And the fact that we've done it a year, I. I'm proud of it. I think you guys should be proud of it because, I mean, you guys dedicate just as much time as, as, to it as I do, um, and your families as well sacrifice. So thank you to the families out there that are listening yeah. that, that sacrifice yep. to, to make this thing happen. I mean, it's, it's a lot for of sure. fun. Also, um, I, I want to thank everybody for that, that listens. I mean, if nobody was listening, we wouldn't continue. I, I guarantee you that. 
Um, there, there's hope out there. You know, it's it's not perfect yet. We're we're not exploding or anything like that, but we have. I feel like we have good content. We have a good following. When people listen, they come back. And without the people that are are listening and, and coming back, you know, it, it would be very discouraging more than anything. I think for me. Um, but but the fact that I know that there are listening ship listening listening ship is that the right listenership <laughs> listenership Ooh. listenership Kyle don't, all right Kyle don't one of those don't ships. call me out right now while I'm doing <laughs> look I don't have papers ship in front of me in okay the Gulf of Mexico <laughs> right. by Cabo anyways let's talk about the lions so the lions I can talk lions all day long no you know what you know as long as we're being like all you know wishy washy and all this kind of stuff. I think it's important for people to know how much time and energy and effort you put into this too, because that's true. From my point of view, it's easy for me to just go to work, come back. You know, it is a sacrifice in the family to do this once a week, but I don't set up and think about the, you know, what's, you know, I don't know what were the topics that we're going to talk about. I don't organize a show. I don't Mm -hmm. do any of that. And week after week you send out, a script, you send out the organized show, you tell us exactly, you basically just spoon feed us exactly what we're going to talk about. So <laughs> it's greatly appreciated from our end as well. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, people wouldn't come back and listen to me talk to myself. I guarantee you that. So without you guys, I mean, you guys it's are the reason why. Actually. <laughs> yeah. You never know what I'm going to say about Gulf of Mexico and stuff. Um, I'm I really sure don't. people would like it because yeah. I probably would have just kept going if you guys didn't correct me. Um, but uh, we, just thank you to the listeners out there. Uh, again, it, it's just encouraging that you guys continue to, to come back and listen. It, it's been so steady from day one that we have that those listeners out there, and, and we truly, truly appreciate you guys. And, and also, I want I want I want to thank um, the Hops Brewing Company, um, Mark, Ashley, and Eric. You guys have been supportive of, of our podcast. You're just taking us this little podcast and, and and treating us like we're big, you know, big time, and um, just believing in us. And we want to continue to to work with you guys. And you, you, I I just I, I mean, we have a freaking beer named after us now. Yeah, it's a pretty special it, relationship. It's pretty right? special relationship. But love love the fact that you guys just support us and. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to get emotional, but I'm just really proud that we're here one year in episode 53. It, 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 it's a proud moment for me and just for the podcast alone. I mean, yeah. we have a sponsorship for, for gosh sakes. I mean, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and I feel like it's, it's just the beginning still in a lot of ways. Like this is going to keep going. Whether you guys like it or the listeners like it or not, like we're gonna keep going because <laughs> he's talking to us. <laughs> yeah, so did I. you like, guys are gonna keep going too, right? Whether I mean, you like it or not, you guys are wrapped in. You guys can't get out now because otherwise, I'm screwed. And I'm gonna be talking about who knows what. We're gonna keep going, right. and the beer is gonna keep the, flowing. Yeah, and thank you to all the breweries that keep Ooh. pouring beer and all these different beers out there. So, so that's enough of the the sappiness and, and the thank yous. Um, kind of got down a little rabbit hole there, but. Um, just thank again, thank you guys for recording and thank you all for listening. This isn't the end of You're this welcome. episode, by the way. I do that every episode, but we're all right. Somebody just take over before I. So, so what are we gonna do next? We're just gonna talk about a little bit of stuff that happened throughout the the first year of our podcast. So, do you guys have a favorite moment that kind of stands out to you, Kyle? I, I really want to yeah. let you get going here. Um, so. I want you to give us kind of your favorite moment of the podcast, and then we'll then you can sign off for the night and get some sleep. Does that sound good? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll finish the segment because I want to hear what you guys have to say, too. Mine is a pretty a pretty easy one. 
because it would have to do with the the utter domination that I performed in the college oh, uh, football. <laughs> um, I should have known you were gonna go like that. I mean, we had, we've called him King Kyle I mean, for a but while. We, we all picked. You know, I thought there was gonna be a prize. I never got a prize. I can't remember uh, what we might have said it was, but well, no, I think that was for for me. Prize, that was because. Your prize was six yeah. weeks off from the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want that prize. <laughs> He's like six, try ten. Yeah. Uh, but it just—it was a funny thing to me because I was like, I would, like I'm the one who knows the least about sports out of the four of us. So for me to destroy things the way I like you killed um, it, man. You absolutely killed it. It was. It, I think I mocked <laughs> you when you picked LSU, but right, I know every, we all like, did. <laughs> who is Joe Burrow? Is it nobody. <laughs> and then the last, like the last two teams playing, I have both of them. And <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, no, that I think that would be it for me. Yeah. Um, Boy, there's been a lot of other like funny things that come to my mind, but I don't want to step on anybody else's either. If if other people have something that I might say, no, so, I'm welcome yeah. to any ideas. <laughs> so, Micah, you said you had one ready ready to fire away. What was your Absolutely. favorite moment over the course of the year? Whether it was me putting my foot in my mouth or something else happening, who knows? <laughs> I'm not going to bring you up because you usually do it once a week, and it's it's good. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> do it to myself. <laughs> no. Going back to that beer that Ryan is drinking today. The no dignity. The no dignity. When Travis was trying to describe who is on the can, and if you've ever seen the can, he's a really chunky kid. And Travis is going, yeah, he's got some sort of tattoo on him. He's lifting his shirt up, and he's yelling. and no clue is from the movie. Not a clue. Sam and I and Kyle are all looking at each other like, wait, you really don't know? He you goes, no. no. This is? He goes, no. You, that's actually uh, like someone you know? We're like, well, have you ever seen the Goonies? Right. I can't remember what he said. If he, he said, said he saw it, but he didn't realize it was it, I think connected. He said he saw it, his, but I never realized it was the same kid. Like, the, okay, his, then you haven't seen it. <laughs> right, and his name is Chunk. Yeah. Like, that is well, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that was absolutely that was, hysterical. That was a good moment. Ryan, do you have one or do you want me to jump in? You can go first. You can All go right, first. So, so my my favorite moment, so we're, I feel bad that Trav's not here to defend himself. Oh, yeah, I was going to go with the Trav moment too. <laughs> but, so <laughs> so may, it might be the same one. Who knows? But when I, I, I came up with this topic. I was so pumped about it of your favorite beer. Like the time like the time of day you drink your beer and it's like the best. Or like the oh, moment yeah. that it – I remember this. The oh. moment, so it's like a golf cart beer or a wedding reception beer. And Trav was just so stuck on, like, <laughs> he kept bringing up, was it like the the winter solstice or something winter like that? Solstice. The winter solstice. The winter yeah. solstice beer. I'm like, Trav, I'm not talking about the beer like that you're drinking. Like the time Like, and then I think he, I think he finally got it after like three tries. So I think that was like what? episode seven, I want to say. Well, and, he and, he at one yeah. point said, "I get it, I get it," and I, then he brought out winter solstice yeah. again. Didn't he? And we're like, He's, "You yeah. don't get it." Kyle, what were you saying there? I, the same thing. Then he goes, "I get, I get it, I get it," and then went down the <laughs> same rabbit hole. Like, yeah, that, like, so the, yeah. It was um, so 
stinking funny when he did that, man. I like I was getting angry. I actually I, I went back and found the episode. You the were, top. yeah. Like I was getting mad that he wasn't figuring it out. You guys thought it was hilarious. I think we were we were doing like the Zoom Zoom recordings at that point. Yeah. And yep. Micah was absolutely dying on the floor laughing. Kyle's like oh. trying to get him there, and I'm just losing it. Like, I think Trav and I are actually next to each other recording at this moment. I'm like, dude, why don't you get there? Like, oh man, that was one of the funniest moments. Oh, it was, it was, was funny. It was, it was kind of hard I, to go back and listen to those <laughs> moments at times because it was so bad. But I had another one. Uh, that, unless Ryan, did you have, or was that yours too, Ryan? No, I I was thinking of two other Trav oh, moments. All right, but... so he's so Kyle, if you got another one in the chambers here. Fire your way. Uh, I I can't. And somebody stop me if I if I'm overstepping here. I don't remember if we talked about this on air or off air. I'm sorry, but oh, no. there was a <laughs> procedure, Sam, that you had done. <laughs> oh yeah, we, I I gave that story on air. <laughs> Very <laughs> detailed. I remember <laughs> being shocked and awed and <laughs> like I could not believe what you were describing. And I was taking pictures of Trav's reaction to it on zoom <laughs> <Were you really? laughs> yeah i'll have to i'll try i'll find those i'll send it to you guys it, oh man oh it's just like his face you know, everybody's face like like oh oh you know that story just, yeah. that story is the reason why i just like held off on that surgery for a long time <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah give me nightmares oh, i didn't even do it <laughs> so, no that was oh. that was uh just, I think that story alone was actually a pretty good moment in the episode. I don't know if I told it well or not, but it it was a big deal for me. No, you did. I think it was kind of therapeutic for you. It you was. Know, I had to let it out there. More or less so I just remember the pain I went through. And, and, and so Andrea can remember the pain I went through. Yeah, we you can always go back to that episode. That should be your, like, on your favorite This is what list. I went through, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, Remember this. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good yeah. moment in, as a whole. But, Ryan, so you had yeah. a couple in the chamber yeah, you said. There, there's I said a f- chamber twice now, and that is brutal. Go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> there's, there's a few that I was thinking of. I just want to name a couple. I thought it was hilarious when in the college football pick em thing when Trav picked UCLA. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that was really good. Oh, my gosh, that was and, hilarious. And, like, his whole team, basically. I, just, I think I was we should cracking just keep up. piling on Trav. All right, I'll think, do one more. Like, this is really good stuff. And then – there was the New York Giants where he swore they were going to win more than six games. That was the one that absolutely killed me. And, oh my gosh! And there, there was a boot. Bet involved with that. There was a bet with a boot, drinking oh, out of the he other person's boot. Yes, a drink boot. out of a boot. <coughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. I'm so glad you brought that up. So we got to remember that. I forgot about that too. Yeah. And oh. I took a big chance on that one because everybody was high on. <laughs> well, everybody. Only Travis was high on the Giants, but it it didn't turn out. I'm actually going to go with. Uh, I know I, I brought up yeah two because I just thought it was funny with Travis just piling on right there. But <laughs> I'm just gonna say in general, doing the podcast while I was traveling and overseas, that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool for me too because it that kind was of sweet. it brought me back to you know I had something to look forward to. It was three o'clock in the morning, two yeah. o'clock, whatever it was. <laughs> like I would go to bed and it was like five, and I'd get an hour of sleep before I wake up. But it was it was all worth it because it was just kind of like you know connecting back with you guys at home and. And it was good. And during that time, I was traveling was so much that it was it was worth it. Yeah, you, you know? were. Yeah, it felt it felt good. Yeah. It was like a predictable thing I could go back to. Yeah, so. yeah, that, that, that when, was really cool. Sorry, remember go ahead. when Ryan had to catch a bus to literally come home? <laughs> yeah, I was. Sam he would not let him go. He's like trying to like ask me more questions. Like Sam, I gotta Ryan, go. Like, I, I gotta, gotta go. pack. I have to go. My train and bus, bus are leaving. Scheduled to leave. 
Ten minutes ago. I have to go, Sam. I think he's they like, kept yeah, asking him questions, and all of a sudden he was gone. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but Daryl Stewart Jr. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Like, is Wait, no. Why would he catch a bus at this time of day? Guys, I was <laughs> seriously like speed packing after that because I had to like pack up my my laptop and like headphones, and that was the last of it. Like I was ready to go and bolt. That was a good moment. That was funny. I forgot. Oh, that was, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that was that was a good one. Uh, but uh, Micah, you, you, I see you going through some grades over there. Yep. I, I did want to bring up. So, what is Kyle's highest grade? Do you have that at, at the tip of your fingers yet, or not yet? Anybody good. else's? I do have other people's, yes. Right, what was somebody's favorite, <laughs> highest graded beer so far? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, don't not. count Ryan's <laughs> lemon water. Oh, man. Do not count. Why did you? Oh. Because I knew it was coming. I just Ryan's looked. lemon water, don't count it. No, that doesn't count. Come Give somebody oh. else's highest that rated beer. That was in the middle of my, of <laughs> my cleanse. cleanse thing. Yeah. yeah. Well. I need to do that again. It's another embarrassing moment, but not for oh. me. So let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, game, man. I felt great. I really so, like this piling on Trav. It gives me a really <laughs> big relief off, of, off my back here. But So Ryan likes the number 8.9. <laughs> Does he? I lo- he loves it. Okay. Ryan is absolutely elated with it. Huh. And I, I under, that. under that number, he has DeHop's. Schwarz beer. Oh yeah, big but fan. What is that called now? Is it changed the name? Shadowbox. Right? Shadowbox. He also has Founders Breakfast out. Oh, that was that was uh, what what night was that? That was a uh, Lloyd Carr night. Was that your? That, that was, was your, the night you were Lloyd Carr. Your bottle of wine slightly before. intoxicated. Yeah. That was a good a, night. A full bottle of wine. <laughs> Kyle. That's a good two. night. That's a that's actually a good moment of the Lloyd Carr moment. That's a good one too. <laughs> that is a good moment. I forget what you said about it. I don't know. You asked me something like, <laughs> "What's your favorite player?" I'm like, "Yeah, Lloyd Carr's coaching <laughs> career." <laughs> <laughs> I can't like what are your thoughts about this game? I'm like, "Whoa, Lloyd Carr!" <laughs> so Ryan had a lot of eight but, nines, so he had. I can <laughs> tell you. I I can tell you when I scored Boss Tweet. I remember that. What was it? Nine one. Uh, well, are you looking it up right now? No, Did he nail it's it. High, that's the highest score I've ever given. Boss tweet, nine one. That is correct. Officially, your highest score. Wow. Nice job. Nine one. Yeah, it, it was. Wow. Look at you, Kyle, killing it there. It's about time you do something with the podcast. Yes. Jeez. I contributed. <laughs> Look at that. Huh. I've told that's you we missed you, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Past giving Sam a hard time, I've now contributed to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. According to Sam's file, he is drinking or drunk. I'm not drunk. Drun- drinking too many beers. Just way too many. Today? So I'd like to. He, he loves alcohol. Well, so I do like I. Beer a lot. Yeah. Like, I can. I mean, the fact alone that we've drank. For everybody that's been on, on every episode, 53 different beers is pretty crazy. Wow, that yeah, you're right, and they're all Michigan. They're all yeah, yeah. That's pretty insane. And there's when, when did I come in? Plenty I, more. I want to say like thirteen. Thirteen, maybe. That sounds right. Yeah, thirteen, four. And then I was I, I was like hit and miss for a few of yeah, them. Yeah, for a couple of them. But then you, I think you were full time around like sixteen. Okay. Seventeen. All right. Full time salary. We do a, a, a couple <laughs> times. Working on it. We did a couple times with all five, didn't we? We did. With we did Trav, with Trav and Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was busy. So, do you have any other? Yep. Any any more full best grades? Absolutely. Yours is a nine point one. 
And that is Main Squeeze Main, from I Da do Hops. I love that beer. That is a great, great beer. Uh, that, that is. That is a really good beer. D Main Squeeze. All right, so that is mine. So we've gone Kyle's is Bossweed. Ryan's is, he's at a couple at eight, nine. It's Finka to Drinka from the Hops. Shores, Shores Beer slash Shadow Box from the yep. Hops. Okay. And Breakfast Out. And Breakfast Out from Founders. Yep. Micah, did you, do you have your favorite, your highest scored beer yet? I sure do. It's right here. It's I know what it was. Oh, Micah's is I think high. I know what it was. Can I guess before? Can I guess? Too? Like, oh, yeah. It's yeah, like 9596. Let's, let's all have a, a, <laughs> a guess here. I'm going to guess 94, and it was Arvon. It's definitely Arvon. Simcoe Drop. Nope. Dang it. Dog. Dog. No, it was <laughs> earlier than that. It was it way was? earlier than that. Yeah. It's. um. Why don't you tell him, Ryan? It's uh, let me think here. White Shoal, nine point four. But it is Arvon. Arvon. You it is Arvon on your, on your screen. Yeah, I read it. Reading it verbatim. White Shoal from Arvon Brewing Company. Yep. That's your highest graded beer. That's um, an absolutely fantastic. But I'm beer. telling you, what, I I have a feeling this is the year for a new beer to come out. Intent might be <laughs> one in particular that might hit one of the highest grades. We'll see. I don't want to be rude on this, but that's a really good, really good beer. So mm-hmm. it's not rude, is it? It's not no, rude. It's just no. honest. All right. Well, which might be sorry. Rude. <laughs> you got something, buddy? No, it's just because I mean it's going to get points just for the name. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I almost think it adds two points. Kyle, have you have you tried it yet or no? PA. No, I have not. I didn't realize they had it. It's I didn't realize it was out. It was fantastic today. Oh, I just okay, want to say okay. so. I'm I am drinking no dignity right now, and the first thing that I I started with state of my PA, and right when I took a sip of no dignity, I'm just like, yeah, this is no state of my PA. I love to it's hear that. Really, I love to hear that. It, it's a really good Ooh. beer. We should wrap up this segment so we can actually have a full episode here. Holy cow. We, this is going to be a long did. episode. Yeah. This is going to be a long episode, but uh, we'll, we'll move through it quick. Kyle, thanks for thank you for answering when I called you this time. Or, yes, absolutely. And uh, Calling back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you have a, a good rest of your night. We're going we're gonna to move on for the, for the rest of the episode. We got uh, a little bit of Lions talk, some Red Wings talk, and then we'll have an X Factor if we have time. We'll, I mean, this is going to be moving here. Right along. So, did you uh, start? Uh, did you start mock draft for twenty twenty one? Yes. To uh, <laughs> not yet. Um, Lions are gonna be drafting thirty second overall or thirty first overall. So, oh, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Everything's gonna be all right. Super so, Bowl winners uh-oh. get to draft like guards and stuff. <laughs> exactly. <for Trump. laughs> yeah. Or the first running back in the draft. <laughs> right. So, all right. Yeah. Kyle, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna yes, stop recording we'll here and uh, move on. Well, that was a good reminisce, reminiscing, reminiscence. Reminiscing. Reminiscing. Yeah. Why do I keep doing that? Because you're really good with words. I'm really good with words. I think last time I said reminiscing. I think that's right. <laughs> reminiscing. one way and then he corrected me back the other. Um, <laughs> Kyle said words are hard. <laughs> yeah, they, they are pretty hard. Uh, <laughs> but, man, you guys are so mean to me. Why does Kyle always, Kyle... Always jumps he doesn't in. Even, he doesn't even text so back, but he's, he's got to make he's a comment. He's not even here, and he's giving me crap. So he's watching the Facebook Live. Um, so what, what we're going to jump into here, 
look, we, we, we were going to jump into some, some Lion rumors. We were going to bring up Jared Davis and his um, you know option getting declined. But we're running short on time. We we're going to kind of go through a list of, of, of a bunch of the guys that, that were declined here. Um, real quick, one of the first five draft picks were picked up. So there was four out of the first five that their options were declined for the fifth fifth year. 18 of the 32 were picked up. Uh, Jared, Jared Davis for the, for the Lions, um, his option was declined. I was going to ask you guys, kind of anybody that's a fit, really not worth getting into. Um, another thing that we were going to talk about that we're going to say for another day is are, are the rumors of, of, of the NHL kind of switching up the lottery situation? Um, it's very good news for for the Red Wings. We're going to get into that probably next week, I think, um, unless something hits the fan and, 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 and kind of takes up our time, kind of what happened here. Um, also a lot going on with MLB draft and the, the Tigers in general. Um, but what we're going to really focus on um, is finishing up our list. We have we have a couple names that I think we need to get ironed out, maybe have a second discussion. We're going to get people on, on Facebook involved, hopefully, um, if, if they're watching currently. Um, but we got a couple of names to figure out. We also got to name our, our, our biggest X factor in Detroit sports history to kind of throw into the X, the X name. That you might know, be the hardest have, one of all. That, Mr. It's going to be a pretty good discussion. I threw some names on the list. I don't know if you guys looked at it yet, but you guys might have, have your own. But before we get into that, I, I again want to thank the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, a, a wonderful sponsor for us. Um, the, the, I don't want to say day one cause it, cause it took a little bit for, obviously, for them to sponsor, they're not going to sponsor some random podcast that's starting up episode one. But I don't remember what episode they kind of jumped in, but they, they've been supportive from for the beginning um, pretty much, and we love their beer. We love their staff. Ashley, Eric, and the owner, Mark, has been so supportive of the podcast, and we just we just love that. They actually named a beer after us. So if, if you're watching on Facebook, check out the, the, the podcast um, we'll explain to what's going on with the beer. They came out with a beer that they named after us. Uh, more details earlier on, more later as well, probably. But first, I really just want to cheers you guys. I, I thanked you guys earlier. Um, Kyle, I think you're on the Facebook Live right now. Thank you. I'm going to cheers you, even though you don't have the, this great beer. Cheers, but Kyle. thank you, guys. Thank cheers, you, Jeff. Ryan. Thank you, Micah. Um, and thank you guys for listening. This is this is not just about us. This is about you guys as well. Um, keeping this thing running. I mean, people come into to the hops and and bring up our podcast name and mark loves that ashley loves it eric they, they all hear it and, and just continue to do that you get a great deal based off of it um and and as for state of my pa great beer give it a grade on the social media give it a zero ten grade tag us tag the hops um so cheers to you guys cheers to the podcast and, and all the listeners out there as well go get yourself some very good beer we're gonna go through mike is grading it tonight Ryan will grade it next week. I'm going to grade it the following week unless Kyle's back. I'm going to go last probably. But all right. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm good We're going to stretch this thing out. All of us will give it a grade over the uh-huh. next couple weeks here. Um, but anyways. Yeah, we were considering just all grading it tonight, right? Like everybody all graded it the same way because we were super excited about this beer coming out. State of my PA. It's named after us. We sort of had a hand in brewing it. And if, and if you ask us, you know, at – the hops when we're there we'll tell you we did the whole thing we have the, the formulation down yeah exactly but we decided to spread this out so that each person can have their kind of spotlight and say what they like about it the most yeah and i'm gonna go last so i can top all of you that's that's my goal you're gonna have to go at 10 then <laughs> yeah that's my goal it's a very good beer by the way i'm gonna i'm gonna 
just want to say that. Um, DeHops is actually hey. watching. They said cheers. Cheers, so DeHops. Um, love you guys out there. But but what were you going to do? We were drinking your beer earlier, but we, we, we have to wrap a couple things up. We got a lot of work here taking to, that we got to take care of in this segment here of uh, the State of My Sports podcast. So episode 50, I want to say, we started the list, A to Z, naming the sports icon for, for the State of Michigan. Very easily, we, we, we settled on Chauncey Billups, a listener out there. Don't want to name any names, Brittany, but <laughs> I don't know if you're on here or not, but she brought up Scotty Bowman, and I, I was embarrassed that I didn't even think of that myself. I brought that up on a couple of the other episodes. Is Scott Should Scotty Bowman jump Chauncey Billups? In my opinion, it's a, no question. I'm curious if, if, if that's just the hockey bias in me or if that's legit. I mean... The greatest hockey coach of all time, or Chauncey Billups, is kind of what I want to pose this here. Well, there's in, in... definitely the hockey bias going on, so okay. let's just get that out of the way. Absolutely there is. Pump the brakes. It's not hockey bias, is it? All right, so so <laughs> we got two hockey guys that would be hockey biased. So yeah, I, I want to make sure we're said. not being that way. But what are, what are the listeners here thinking on, on the Facebook Live? I, my comments are gone. I, I don't know what's going on here. I think I think so, Mike has got that covered. <clears throat> Chauncey Billups, Mister Big Shot. I mean, come on! The magical run that we had for five years with the Pistons—they were the most fun team to watch during that time. I mean, we had two thousand four, five, six, seven Eastern Conference championships. We could have had two championships out of the whole thing back to back, but two thousand five went a different way. Chauncey Billups was the heart and soul of those teams, and I—I'm having a hard time keeping going right now because I'm listening to myself. Is that I don't coming know. from mine? That's coming from yours, yeah. You want to just turn it down or something? Oh, it's coming from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was trying to pull it off for longer. I just couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> I'm not that good of a professional. Right, so, Come on. So anyway, I have no idea what you, you just were said. Were you listening to what I was saying? No. Chauncey. I was very confused where the sound was coming from. All right, look. We had, uh, we had the best starting five in basketball during the Pistons run for five years. We had a great team, not one individual, but a team. But the leader of that team, no question, no questions about it, was Chauncey Billups. 04, 05, 06, 07, until the whole thing fell apart when they signed Allen Iverson, it was Chauncey Billups, and he was the reason. He was the, the core of that team. Everybody had their role, but he was the leader. And that's why he was finals MVP in 2004. He would have been finals MVP in 2005 if, if Robert Ory didn't make a, a freaking big shot again in his life. Yeah. So, so Brittany says Scotty. Yep. And Mike Workema says Bowman finished the pieces for the cup. So he he was the missing piece. Sorry, I'm not talking to the mic. He's <laughs> just thinking out loud. <laughs> we'll we save that for later. Recording. I thought this was just a fun discussion. He was the reason why they won the cup in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. I, I can't disagree with that. I really, truly can't. I Why? You had like 11 Hall of Famers. You told me that one time. Yeah, in 2002. Oh, okay. But 97, 98. Yeah, we only had Shanahan three. and Iserman and Fedorov. And Lidstrom. Lidstrom. So four. <laughs> but... Ozzy, but he was a backup. Osgood, Vernon. He's not a Hall of Famer yet. But I, anyway, it's the greatest coach 
in NHL history. Yeah, pretty good players. And he had a really good team around him. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Did so, he do it all with the Red Wings? No. I mean, he won, he won a cup with Montreal. He won a cup with Pittsburgh. I think that's where you're going wrong because throughout this whole thing, we have been talking about, and this is my basketball bias, I think, but we've been talking about the, some of these are legends. We were, we were discussing not even having Magic Johnson as part of this because he did most of his damage in, in L.A., and he's still with L.A., and he's more suited in L.A. than he is in Michigan at this point. And that might be something with Scotty Bowman. I, you tell me. I'm, I'm not the hockey guy. I don't know. I love these comments coming in. Yeah, what do we got going on? <laughs> like, so, I feel like we're getting some traction here. So Ashley says those were the best years of basketball. Okay. With Chauncey. The whole state. The whole yep. state came together. Yep. I was um, actually involved in basketball. I was, and I then, was in the forefront. I was having watch parties before watch parties <laughs> were a thing. And so <laughs> You weren't even sponsored then either. No, exactly. I was just doing it for the fun of it. <laughs> Mike Workama kind of rounds this out and says, argue Wallace was a bigger face of the Pistons. Take him away. They don't win. So absolutely, we've talked about that. Ben Wallace being the face of the franchise because he embodied everything that is Detroit. Mm-hmm. But Chauncey Billups was the skill leader and locker room leader of that team. All right. Well, it's you know two I mean? against highest, one. High score. Two against one here, right? I mean, I'm not going to look at the comments. You guys and can Kyle, do Scotty Bowman Kyle if you want. Can't, it's got to be Scotty. It should be Scotty. If. Sparky Anderson's gonna win. Scotty Bowman should win. Disagree. There's there wasn't a legitimate A name to go <laughs> against Sparky Anderson. That's not a good <laughs> argument at all. Chauncey Billups doesn't start with A. Well, he's got an A in his name. Come on. All right, I'm going Scotty Bowman. Micah, you're going Scotty Bowman. I I think that's almost too so easy to go Bowman. We're switching up. We're going Scotty Bowman. All right, I whatever. apologize for everybody that's that's thinking Chauncey. Um, this was just more of a me thing. Did we go right with Tom Izzo over Mike Illich? Are we convinced of that? I am. It, that's so hard to say because Izzo did it with coaching. Illich did it with money. And what, what, I mean, he, what, what he invested another... into the whole city of Detroit. Right. He was basically Mr. Detroit. Yeah. You know, we we have a family over here that is Mr. Grand Rapids or the Grand Rapids people. I I I really think Izzo's the right thing because he's involved with what's going on on the floor. It, or Illich more or less isn't. Right. So I'm, I right. I think I think Izzo's the right way to go. I I personally was the one that wanted to throw it out there, but I'm as I process it, it has to be Izzo. Um Mike Workama and Kerry Smith, they they agree with us here. Yep. Um, I, I think I think we made the right decision there. I just wanted to clear it up, make sure that we were on the right 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 path. So I want to jump down to P. Um, I, if I remember right, we had Mike out there. I think he was the one that kind of brought Parrish and said, "Hey, you guys really underestimated oh, Lance Parrish." Here. Did we even talk about Lance Parrish? He was brought up, and and the more I dug into it, I think we actually did underestimate Lance Parrish on this. Um, look, Robert Porsche, I think I was blinded by, I mean, that was the name I knew in the nineties as a Lions fan. You know what I mean? Like that was, I mean, obviously, you know, Barry Sanders. Yeah. Everything was sunshine and lollipops at that point. But it was just like, yeah, I mean, it was a relevant name. I was like, Oh, Porsche, Porsche, like that it's ingrained in my mind. 
I think Lance Parrish, if I would have been in that situation, I, I think I would have understood what he truly meant to the Tigers organization. Right. So I want to bring that up for discussion. Should we switch Robert Porsche to Lance Parrish? Where are you guys at with this one? Can someone bring up a few more stats or or some facts for Lance Parrish? Yeah, because I don't know a whole lot about this guy. I I, want to say he was the catcher, right? Is that that safe? Yes, he was the catcher for the Tigers. He was the catcher for for the championship team. He he was the – I don't know the stats. I I really don't. I I think Ryan's going to pull it up. But he was kind of the backbone in a lot of ways. Similar – I want to say similar to what Pudge was to the 06 team. Like, kind of like, probably not as, like, he probably wasn't the superstar necessarily, but he was the backbone. He was the leader. He was the guy that was, I don't know, the quiet leader, I, I guess. Is, is that safe to say, right? Yeah. Where, like, where, where are you at with this He one? was, but I think I think uh, our listener was it Mike. Yeah. I think, also- I think he was spot on because he's talking about, like, you know, in 1982, he had 32 bombs, hit 284. Uh, he had 27. Th- this is from a catcher. These are the years in consecutive order. 24 home runs, 10, 32, 27, 33, 28, 22. I mean, that's production yeah, from a is. catcher. And being the heart and soul of a team for a while, you know, along the with, along with he, the he Alan Trammells. Yep, the yeah. staff with, yeah. I, I, I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself that we didn't give Lance Parrish a little bit more credit. Yeah, so, so I actually Mike, don't even it, remember him on the list. So I think I brought him up. I'm pretty sure I did on, on the original list. I might have wrote him off. A little if too I quick. We, we we wrote him off real quick. If did I had it? a if I had a revote, I would go Lance Parrish over Robert Porsche. I'm okay with going Lance Parrish. I think that the championship kind of stands out to me. In in look, I didn't get to watch him play, but I mean, Mike, he he's probably the Lance Parrish. He he's selling me on this guy. He just said yeah. he's one of the best home run hitting catchers. He won a World Series in 84, went hand-in-hand hand with Jack Morris. Yeah, he's got 324 I mean, career home runs. Catchers aren't Huge. usually flashy. He no. seems like a flashy catcher that was good. Like, was a good catcher. He, he had a perfect mix of not being the flashy catcher but could be flashy as a hitter, I think. Is that is that fair to say? I, I'm not even sure. I mean, not that we watched him. I mean, it's hard to say. But. <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean by that. But I he, I think we just underestimated the production. All right. So I think we should switch this one to Lance Parrish. Yeah, let's do I, it. I'm 100% game with that. Are we all good with that? All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. All right. One other one that brought was brought up was, was the Isaiah Thomas over Alan Trammell. Did we write off Alan Trammell a little too quick? I mean, I, I feel like you're – this I, one's really tough. It is tough, and I think we made it. Because simi- they're so very similar to, to what they mean to the organization, to, right? Right, right. Very similar. Yep. They were the face of the team, the championship-level teams during that era, both in the same era. So I I don't know. I mean, I think I, I, think I pushed for Alan Trammell a little bit, but I also understand, you, you know, Isaiah Thomas is a top-five Arguably, you could say, but I think the majority of people would put him in a top five point guard of all time ranking. And I and I heard that on some sports sports yeah. talk radio because yep. of the Jordan documentary and and all the kind of just reminiscing that everybody's going through right now with in sports. And Isaiah Thomas, I think people forget how good he was in the eighties and leading up to those championships, he was a first he, team all all uh, NBA player against you know Magic Johnson's yeah. and and. 
during the 80s when everybody kind of was bragging, and John Stockton and all these huge legendary names, he was beating them out, you know, year after year for first team All NBA. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think it's I think this is a legitimate argument, but I I would be okay with keeping Isaiah Thomas there. Coming from a, a guy that doesn't like basketball a whole lot, I watched that ESPN Thirty for Thirty Bad Boys. That enlightened me to the whole Bad Boys era, and especially Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was a big deal. He was a very very good player. And I I I don't see why you wouldn't keep Thomas there. No, no disrespect to Alan Trammell. I Isaiah Thomas is also fourth in NBA history in twenty point ten assist games. Interesting. Hmm. All right, I just wanted to make sure we were we were right. I, I think I I was leaning towards Isaiah, but I was curious if we rolled off Alan Trammell a little too quick because Alan Trammell is a massive name. And he did it for twenty years, yeah, twenty plus years, and then he stayed in the organization too, here and there. So yeah, so we're we're gonna stick with Isaiah Thomas, um, and then we'll, we're really, I mean, we, or Mike, did you have a comment that you were gonna read there? Yeah, Mike's comment. I I totally forgot about that time when Isaiah played on one leg. I, I believe that's what he's referring to. Is Zeke's performance on one leg was awesome though. Yeah, I mean, it, the dude was a warrior. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I, it, he was, and, and it's so crazy because I think the Tigers kind of the the '84 Tigers. It was kind of a team effort. And I don't want to say that the Pistons weren't, but like, you knew who the face of the Pistons was, and that was that was Isaiah Thomas. Like, right. Everybody knew he was one of, if not the best point guard in the game at the time. Trammell, he he was a shortstop. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Is that, yeah. is that correct? Yep. So shortstop. he was the shortstop of the Tigers. You had, you know, uh, Trammell to Lou Whitaker. Lou Whitaker, um, best combination in in history. But was he even the best shortstop in the game at that time? He, Hard to say. He right? was. He was here and there. I mean, you had good shortstops in 1987. He had. 28 bombs, 343 average. I mean, that's a that's a heck of a season for a shortstop. In some of the other years, I mean, he's more of a Mr. Consistency. He is he is what everybody wanted their kids to replicate and so to work hard and do all he that. Was Derek Jeter before Derek Jeter? But that's actually so a pretty good if, comparison, yes. If Ellen really? Trammell was in New York, would he have trumped Derek Jeter? They are very, very sim- different eras, obviously, but I, I think with Derek Jeter, it comes with a lot of his personality and the larger-than-life life, I guess, that he was living. Yeah. Um, but as far as how they played the game, I would say they were very, very similar. I think I think Alan Trammell was probably a little bit better defensively, and Jeter probably was a little bit more consistent with the bat. Okay. Where's Kyle when we need was him? was definitely yeah, more consistent right. with the bat. <laughs> Kyle's probably like... He's you guys are nuts. To this. Um, He's but, gonna be like, yeah, not even a comparison. <laughs> yeah. No, but but I'm just saying, like the way they even their body, you know, the way their body makeup is, it, it, they almost look like each other while they're playing. But I think Alan Trammell's more fundamentals. Derek Jeter's a little more flash, and Jeter is a better hitter. Okay. Over the course of his career. But all in all, pretty similar. Yeah. Similar guys in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Um. So we're going to stick with Isaiah Thomas. 
Yes. This is, is, is going to be an ink. We're going to post it. I feel good about that. All right. Isaiah, as much as I love Alan Trammell, Isaiah Thomas is the right choice. All right. So that will be it for that. So those are that. That's the full list. We'll, we'll post that on our social media. Um, but one one letter that we have to oh, figure out is the X factor. So um, I googled what is an X factor in sports, and Stefan, Stefan or Stephen, I don't know. Uh, Bad from from Bleacher Report. He said an X factor is the guy who can impact a game or series in a huge way or not. There's an unknown quality. Something is less than certain about X factors. Uh, they aren't stars. They don't carry the scoring load on a nightly basis. Um, I think I think that's a pretty good description. I, I could read a few more sentences here, but I'm not going to do that. So, what I really want to I want to throw this out to you guys and the listeners out there. What is an X factor to you? So, what do we want to base this on? Do we want to base it on that, like who, someone that's under the radar, or do we want to give this to somebody that deserves a letter that didn't get a letter? Right, the best of the rest. The or, best of the yep. rest, or do we want to give this as like a true X factor, like a Darren McCarty or something like that? No. You know what I mean? Best of the rest, hundred percent. Right, so we are going to give the letter X to the best of the rest. So, so what I did is, is, is I went ahead and and I pulled up some names that that missed out. Um, Chauncey Billups, Ty Cobb, Joe Dumars. So, so what I want to do. So, so we had three episodes, right? We had three episodes that we broke this down. I'm going to break this down into three different arguments. Episode one, we I, I pulled the names. Episode two, I pulled the names. And episode three, pulled the names. We're going to bring it down to three, and we're going to choose from there. So this may take a couple days, but we're <laughs> going to get there. All right, so what I want to start with is episode one. I think uh, I get it. We had Chauncey Billups, Ty Cobb, Joe Dumars, Chris Draper, Prince Fielder. Uh, Johan Franzen actually wasn't brought up, but I thought, can oh, he fit into that goodness. X Factor? Like, I thought like the description of X Factor that How I just brought forget? up, he kind of fit that mold. Um, Hank Greenberg, Blake Griffin, Jason Hansen, Tom Harmon, Grant Hill, and Rip Hamilton. <laughs> A lot of names here. We have to narrow this down to one. So I'm going to kind of speed things up here. Let's just start with basketball. You guys good with starting basketball? I thought you were going to say you were going to speed it up. This is like the hardest part of the argument. Well, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That was, the no, first okay. name I saw was Chauncey Billups. And then I wanted to speed it. Right. Basketball. We've got Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups. Joe Dumars. Joe Dumars. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Grant Hill. Blake Griffin. <laughs> and Rip Hamilton. All right. So let's cross Blake Griffin right now. Yeah, let's get rid of All him. Right, yep. No Blake Griffin. In fact, if we want to just trade him too and just make it official, I'm good with that. I'm down for that. Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was the, one of the worst decisions ever. They had an opportunity. All right. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> How much time does everybody have? Do we have another hour or no? Because yeah, I could go in on that. We could just record next week's episode today. <laughs> today, yeah. I'm, I'm game for that. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're going to get rid of Blake Griffin. Uh, so Chauncey Billups, Joe Dumars. I think Chauncey Billups deserves that. I think he had an argument over Bowman. Um, Dumars was probably didn't. I, I would go Billups over Dumars. Dumars, by the definition you said earlier, as the X factor, he, yes. he was maybe, you know, besides Isaiah Thomas, he was the difference maker on that team. The whole team as a whole had the the aura about him, but he was the one who guarded the best player on a nightly basis. So that that to me is like an X factor. If you're talking about overall talent, best players, best of the rest, I'll go Chauncey Billups. Okay. 
So I think we should go with Chauncey Billups in, when we're looking at basketball out of those two. Um, a couple more basketball players that we have to cross off here. We got Chauncey, Grant Hill, and Rip Hamilton. I think Chauncey trumps both of them because he has the championship and he was the face um, over over Rip. Is that is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. let's choose Chauncey. All right, so we'll get rid of Grant and Rip. All right, so let's jump over to uh, baseball. Ty Cobb, Prince Fielder. Um, and Hank Greenberg. I Prince Fielder, uh, it didn't work out. I think nope. he had an opportunity to to be a absolute massive name for the state of Michigan. It didn't work out. It failed miserably. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to r- remove him just out of just because he deserves to be Base- Ty Cobb over Hank Greenberg. Yes, here. we'll like, go. Where are we at? We'll go Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb, yep, right? Ty it, Cobb. It, it's pretty simple. Absolute as legend. hard as it is, it's it's pretty simple. All right, so we'll jump to uh, – we got a couple hockey guys on here, Chris Draper and Johan Franzen. So I think that's just, this really comes down to how you define an X factor, right? Um, I think Johan Franzen had the opportunity to absolutely steal a series. He showed that several times um, in the early 2000s for the Red Wings, or probably mid, mid-2000s. He was an absolute stud goal scorer. I think he scored like nine goals in four games against the Avalanche one year in a sweep. It was unbelievable. Um, but Chris Draper was there for all of it. Like, he was he was there in 97. He was there in 98. He was there in 2002 and 2008. So, whoa, is do we go Draper here or do we go Johan Franzen? You, Somebody help me here. You, 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 you got to go Draper. Thirty threes always trump, you, right? You, oh, come on, man! It's <laughs> <laughs> a great number. I don't there's think there's than no way you other pick number thirty-three. <laughs> no way you pick Franzen over Draper. There's just no way. That's fair. All right, so Draper. All right, so now we are down to Chauncey Billups, Ty Cobb, Chris Draper, Jason Hansen, Tom Harmon. So we got a couple, couple football guys. One a lion, one a Michigan Wolverine. Tom Harmon against Jason Hansen. Like, I know Tom Harmon is, like, a massive name to the, to the Michigan Wolverines. Give me a Big. kicker. Give me a but kicker, like, man. Dude, <laughs> Jason Hansen was the me, face of the Lions. Field goals. There's so many. I am I think Jason Hansen deserves to be to beat him, honestly. Because I don't know what Tom Harmon did. So, sorry, Tom, but. <laughs> like you weren't that good, sorry. Well, he probably was. I, I, he but was. I'm who just knows kidding. What he did. Jeez. Uh, all right, so now we're down to Getting four. Mean. This is when it gets really tough. Chauncey Billups, Ty Cobb, Chris Draper, Jason Hansen. All right. Why do we do sa- this I'm to sa- ourselves? I'm gonna save time. I'm gonna save time. Oh. Chauncey Billups and Ty Cobb trump Chris Draper and Jason Hansen. Is that fair? Yep. Yes. Okay. So sorry, Draper and, and Hansen. Love you guys. If you guys want to come to the podcast, we will always accept you. We got Chauncey Bills versus Ty Cobb. So you have one of the biggest names in baseball history. Nobody knows how really good he was. He was the first, the first ever person voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, Ty Cobb. I did not know he that. He got more votes than Babe Ruth. Interesting. Hey, let me interrupt you a second. All right, what do we got? DeHops just said, all State of My Sports listeners can grab a crawler of the State of my PA for two dollars off all week to celebrate State of My Sports one year anniversary. I hope that includes us because I'm gonna go order a couple, <laughs> a couple myself. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Thank you, Dobbs. Thank that, you. That's awesome. Really appreciate it. Um, get out there, 
and, and order those up because this is a good beer. I'm excited to see what Micah grades it in two hours from now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when we right. get through one segment. Look, so, all right. Again, I'm going to try to speed it up here. Chauncey Billups, I think, deserves this opportunity. As much as Ty Cobb is, is a massive name in, in the state of Michigan, and he's just a memory. He's just numbers. We know what Chauncey Billups did to the state of Michigan. We know what he meant to the runs that the Pistons had. I'm going to lean that way. Do you guys agree with that? Oh. <laughs> Ryan? I'm always going to be the one that... <laughs> Has my own opinion. So don't I'm, do this to me. I'm just thinking out loud right now. Scotty Bowman versus Ty Cobb in my mind. I'm like easy Ty Cobb, no question so about it. So you would it. say Ty Cobb over Scotty Bowman. Yeah, but would you say Chauncey Billups over Ty Cobb? Is the, the question the right answer is Ty Cobb? The right answer is Ty Cobb. He is. It's he the is safe the, answer. It, yeah, and we talked about it. He's did he know, win a championship? I don't know. No, they didn't <laughs> Did they win have until championships back then. I don't even know. <laughs> play, play, play. It and probably then, wasn't right, time to go back to work. Probably wasn't called <laughs> the World Series. Yep. It was probably called like the the National Lobster <laughs> Fest or something, and yeah, they won crazy. the the claw <laughs> that year. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm not sure. So I look. They had World Series, yeah. <laughs> all right, I am I, Micah. Where are you at? I it's helped me here. I I'm gonna go with Chauncey Billups, even even though be, because I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Yeah, I think it's that's the same yep. way to go. Billups. The right answer is Cobb. The wrong answer is Chauncey Billups. So let's go Billups. All right. Mike Workham says Billups. I think Mike Workham is a genius. <laughs> he is a genius. <laughs> all right. So now we'll jump down it. to episode it. two. This might get a little more crazy. Oh, here. Are we doing all of these right now? We're gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh, okay. We're, we're, we're naming Mr. We're X trailblazing, today. baby. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, no, that's good. Do you have somewhere to go? I was gonna go to sleep, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right. We got time. It's only 11. All right. So we stuck with Tom Izzo, right, over Mike Illich and, and Tom Izzo. So, all right, that's the way we're going to stick with that. So we got Mike Illich, Kelvin Johnson, Bill Lambeer, Ted Lindsay. This one's going to be even longer, I, I unless we can cut it. All right. <laughs> Mickey Lolich, Bobby Lane, Dick Knight Train Lane, Darren McCarty, Herman Moore, Magli Ordonez, Tayshaun Prince, Bob Probert, we switched Lance, Robert Porsche to Lance Parrish, right? Yes, we did. We did? Okay. So Robert Porsche and then Brett Perryman. Um, <laughs> Sticks out to me, Mike Illich, Calvin Johnson, Bill Lambeer, <laughs> and Herman Moore. Okay. So you don't I know you, you got think, a Darren McCarty in Ted there. Ted Lindsay. No, I, sorry. I, Darren McCarty, that was more of like an X factor if we're going off the definition. Okay. If we're going best of that missed out. He, he's for sure off the list. I would agree with that with Herman Moore. Um, I, honestly, I think Robert Porsche deserves to be off the list as well. When, yeah, when he's not on the him list. To all of these, um, Bob Prober, as much as he was, he was the the Michigan man. Like, I mean, he wasn't Michigan man, but like the face of the Red Wings, and it, it, he doesn't deserve. He's not the best of the worst here, or best of missed. All. Same thing, Brett Perriman. Mag, Same with even Maglio. What about Tayshon? Tayshon. He, no, I, he doesn't compare to Calvin Johnson. I'm okay, sorry. so 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 let's look at uh, Bobby Lane and Dick Knight Train Lane. When you're looking at the other other names on the list, do you think either of them deserve to be on it? No. Okay, so we'll cut them out. I I want to argue with you on Ted Lindsay a little bit, but I I think for I I would even choose Mike Illich over Ted Lindsay. So I think that's pretty safe to say there. So now we're down to four names. 
We got Mike Illich, Calvin Johnson, Bill Lambeer, and Maglio Ordonez. I, am I right on that, or did you say Maglio should be out? I think Maglio should be out. All right, he so wasn't around longer. I agree. All right, so we'll cut Mags out. Um, Mike Illich, Calvin Johnson, and Bill Lambeer. Look, Bill Lambeer, I think we're learning more about him as this documentary comes out, of what he truly was to the Pistons. I look at the other two names, Calvin and Mike. I I Sorry to to Bill Lambier. I I think it should be become it should be come down to Mike Illich and Calvin Johnson. Yeah, I don't think I, either one of those two guys would punch somebody in the face in the middle of a basketball game, <laughs> which Lambier did did all the time, I guess. I'm sure Mike I, Illich I disagree with you guys. It, oh really? You think Bill Lambier should be on there? Bill Lambier over Calvin Johnson. That's mm. a Packers fan saying that. It, I well, want to throw that out there. This is the difficult part of <laughs> what on. we were talking about the last time. Calvin Johnson left on bad terms. Calvin Johnson won nothing. Except NFL records. He was Bill, he was hands down the best wide receiver in the game. I get it. Bill Lambeer was a national champion. He, if they didn't have Bill Lambeer, they don't win that championship. You could say that about that, the whole team, though. That's the Pistons. What makes the Pistons unique in their back to back in the 89 and 90 and in 2004, the whole run? You take one person out of that team, and it just doesn't work the same. You could say that about the whole starting five of 2004. So so how is he not more important than Calvin Johnson? I, we're, we're talking about more than that, the face of something, the impact overall on the city. You know, you see, you don't see Bill Lambeer uniforms or jerseys. You see Calvin Johnson jerseys. You still see Calvin yeah, Johnson jerseys. I think, I think that's a good way to look at it. So sorry, Micah, right. but you, you lost on that one. So now we're in talent. You got to take talent into account too. All right. So now we're going to look at Mike Illich as the owner of the Tigers and the Red Wings, and Calvin Johnson as the wide receiver of the Detroit Lions. Who left on bad terms? Who left on bad terms? I want to lean towards Illich. As weird as it is to lean towards an owner, I feel like that's that's weird and it should be frowned upon. I think it's. I'm game. I think as an like owners get a bad rap, but they mean so much. And and the what the Illich family like it's not even just Mike Illich, it's the Illich family still doing what they're doing. I know it's not the prettiest thing sometimes, but what Mike Illich did for the city of Detroit when in, when they needed him the most was awesome. He invested so much money into both franchises, into the city as a whole. But Calvin I, opened up some pot shops in in Detroit. Sure did. <laughs> so he's investing. I'm going Illich. Look, I'm going to go on Illich as well. Micah, do you disagree? Well, obviously. No, I don't disagree. Yeah. All right. So we're going Mike Illich. <laughs> you want Bill Lambier? They want Bill Lambier over right. Kellen Johnson for right, crying would, out loud. Would you take Lambier over Illich? No. All right. So it's Illich. Illich, Illich is the, Illich is the fair choice. There yeah. We go. Uh, yeah. All right. So. Mike just said Johnson was great but didn't win and didn't bring anything to Detroit in regards to championships. Thank Completely you. Completely agree. Neither did Jason Hansen. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> I would even take Jason Hansen almost over Calvin Johnson. And Bill Lambier. Yeah. Like Jason Hansen hey. was was Okay, I right, challenge we're running you. Short on time, no, no, Mike. no, no, no. <laughs> Go watch the thirty for thirty bad boys and you tell me that Bill Lambier isn't a bigger icon to Detroit than Calvin Johnson. And then come talk to me. All right. Dead serious. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you next year. <laughs> Ignorant favorite, Lions favorite fan. <laughs> All right. So we have 
One more to go. We have to name it down to three, and then we're going to figure it out from there. Did you see your draft, the Packers draft? Did you see what they did? Yeah, so the Packers, (laughs) how's that love pick going? How's Do you love it or no? refuse to get a wide receiver. How's three and 13 feel? All right. How how would it feel if Rodgers got hurt? You'd be three and all right, I know what it's on. like. Hold all right. On, so, anyways, on. let's move on to episode three. We had some these <laughs> man. We have some names here. All right. We got Dennis Rodman, Dominic Raiola, Charles Rogers, Jalen Rose, Denard Robinson, Brendan Shanahan, Terry Sawchuk, Billy Sims, Chris Spielman, Dominican Sue, Matthew Stafford, Corey Schlesinger, Bo Schembechler, Isaiah Thomas, or Alan Trammell. Did we switch that or no? Alan Trammell. Alan Trammell won that or no? Alan Trammell is the Did name we switch on this list. T? Isaiah Thomas right, is the pick. So Alan Trammell, uh, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Lou Whitaker, Cassius oh, Winston, Chris Weber, Lamar Woodley. All right, so so I'm gonna just gonna do, make this really easy. I'm gonna cut Lamar Woodley, Chris Weber, and Cassius Winston. I don't think any of them brought championships, so I apologize. Or no, Woodley was on the championship team, wasn't he? No, no, he was not. He was 2006, I think he graduated college. Did he? Yeah. Is this the conversation we're having? Is championships now? No, I, I just felt like none of those guys even measured up to what we're going to really come, come down to here. Because <laughs> he was going to bring up Bill Lambier. <laughs> so which one of these which one of these guys are you, are you against cutting, Micah? Lamar? Bill Lambier. No, I'm talking he about Cassius Winston, Chris Weber, Lamar Woodley. He doesn't like your rash. All right, I'm just cutting him. Just Sorry, cut Micah. Him. All right, Dennis Rodman. All right, I'm going to cut Dominic Raiola as much you, as we love him. You can get rid of Billy Sims, Chris Spielman, uh, Terry Sawchuck. Whoa. Not Sawchuck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> All right, I'll get rid of Billy Sims just because he wasn't even the greatest number 20. Um, Spielman, he was a Buckeye, so I'm I'm perfectly fine deleting that name out yeah, of here. Yeah, delete it. Um, the Dominican Sioux, where, where are you at with that? I think he was a great player. All right, so, so should Nobody on, on the Lions wins. So, so let's cut Corey Schlesinger, right? As yeah. much as we love him, let's cut him. Um. All right. So let's, let's just let's just break it down to the Wallaces. Ben Wallace, Rashid Wallace. Which one deserves to get cut now? Rashid Wallace. All right. Rashid. Rashid. All right. So we'll keep Ben on the list. Um. All right. So let's look at a couple. Oh man, we we got a, a tiger battle here. We got Alan Trammell, Lou Whitaker. You got to cut Lou Whitaker. Alan Trammell's the face. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm game with that. I thought it was gonna be more of a fun discussion. Nope. But. That's just the way it goes when we're short on time. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so let's look at a couple college college players. We got Charles Rogers and Jalen Rose. Uh, where where are we going with that one? And it, it, let's throw Be- Bo Schembechler in, in in this conversation as well. Denard Robinson, or did you already and, cut him? Yeah, and yeah, I think I did cut Denard. No, he's still on there. Uh, Denard as well. All so, right, so we're choosing between who right now? Charles Rogers, Jalen Rose, Denard Robinson, and Bo Schembechler. Bo Schembechler. Bo, yeah. All right. So Bo is going to be Jaylen safe. Over Jalen Rose? Jalen Rose was a big one. Jalen Rose is an Wait, inter- did we, interesting one. Did we one. take Jalen Rose for art? I believe uh, we did. I don't know why you would have had him on this list. I don't know either. R is Jalen Rose, yes. All right. So Jalen Rose shouldn't have been on this list to begin with. All right. So now. At least we're consistent. We got Dennis Rodman, Brennan Shanahan, Terry Sawchuck, Nadam Consume, Matthew Stafford, Bo Schembechler, Alan Trammell, and Ben Wallace. Um, I think Stafford has a massive, massive opportunity, but I'm going to cut him. You can cut Sue, too. I would cut Sue before Stafford. Stafford, let's just remember, Stafford is the only consistent, solid, good quarterback that the Lions have had since the 50s. 
I love Stafford. You don't have to. You don't have so to tell me that. But I just cut him. We we have had. I mean, look, I, you look, look at the history leading up to Stafford. It is the worst in NFL history. I, dude, you do not have to sell me on Stafford. I love me some Stafford, and I think he's going to win Super Bowl next year. So um, Justin on Facebook says Rose is bigger than Weber. Almost seems irate. I think. Nah, I agree with him. So all right, let's so, 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 let's break that down a little bit. I think Weber was the bigger name going into college, right? Yep, absolutely. I think Weber had the even in college, the yes, bigger name in during college, right? He he had the the ups and the downs that that are documented. I think Weber had a better NBA career. Yep, for sure. I think the only difference, if you're looking at it, is Jalen has probably had a better post basketball career as an analyst. I think Weber's kind of a joke in, in a lot of ways sometimes. Weber had a good career as an analyst as well. Jalen Rose has been connected to Michigan the whole time. Weber has cut those ties a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. And and it was not a good cut. So that's that's the only reason why Jalen Rose is the bigger name with U of M. All right. I mean it, that's fair. Is because why? Because he's had he's maintained his relationship with the school, with the university. And Where Chris, Weber's kind of kept his distance, yeah. more for basketball. I think he's coming back for the university, but he's kept his distance from the basketball in a lot of ways. Um, that's, but, that's such a fine line of argument, I guess. I, I feel like they were part of the same. I, I would love to keep it going, but we we really truly have to have to be going on like we gotta both, end both of those names here are are big, but neither one of them are going to make this list c- coming down to to the end. So we got Dennis Rodman, Brendan Shanahan, Terry Sawchuk, Bo Schembechler, Alan Trammell, and Ben Wallace. Um, I, I'm I'm going to start at the beginning here. Rodman versus Shanahan. Shanahan. I'm going to go Shanahan. Shanahan. All right, so Rodman. You're you're gone, buddy. Real um, is please gone. don't hurt me. Um, so we got two hockey guys: Shanahan versus Sawchuk. I'm going to go Shanahan as well. Shanahan. Uh, on this, uh, as much as Terry Sawchuk is a big name for Detroit hockey, Shanahan is was the missing piece of really truly going on the run that we went on 97, 98 into the 2000s. Big time. Um, I, I'm going to go Shanahan with that. So now we got uh, Schembechler. Trammell, Ben Wallace. So, so, so let's break these, break these down into segments here, bracket style, if you will. Brennan Shanahan versus Bo Schembechler, Alan Trammell versus Ben Wallace. Um, I'm going to start with Trammell and Wallace matchup here. I'm, I'm going to go Trammell here. Is, is that fair to say? I think yep. he did, almost deserved the T. Um, and again, 20 and, years. And, and, and Yeah, he, he was a lot bigger. He was in Detroit. Like If I remember right, he was – he didn't play anywhere else. Is that correct? He spent his whole career in Detroit for twenty years. As much as Ben Wallace was, you know, Big Ben, and he was so big for the Detroit Pistons in that era. Trammell, if you went back to that era now, would be massive in the state of Michigan. I'm going to stick with Trammell. So now we got Brendan Shanahan, a player, versus Bo Schembechler, a coach. Uh, this one's a little bit tougher. I, I, I I'm going to go with the player. More than the coach. As an X factor, I'm, I'm going to bring in the X factor, you know, idea, if you will, um, into this argument. I think Shanahan really deserves to to move on out of those two. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I agree. All right, so now we got Trammell versus think, Shanahan. This yeah, one's I was tough. I say something stupid about Shen Beckler. I just, I'll keep it to myself. I like when people say stupid stuff. Lloyd Carr. <laughs> yeah. He was 
early Lloyd like, Carr. I just think Schembechler had a lot of three to four lost seasons that people overlook. Yes. And he's a big name. Yep. I, I, I think that's fair. And so Harbaugh is actually on a – He's very a, similar very, to Bo. Very, similar to he's, Bo. He's just a couple championships, Big Ten championships, to being compared to Bo. There you go. But, but nobody would ever do it. Yeah. But Mike Workman says he was Michigan football for 30 years – and that's the identity they continue to strive for. It's, it's the Izzo factor, <laughs> They continue right? to strive for it, but are... They demand they are more. It. They are it. But they think it's they need more to match it. And they're actually matching it now, but they are blinded. Like, I don't know. They're, they're trying to compare, like, Bo to Nick Saban in a lot of ways, right? Like, you think, oh, this was a dominant era for Michigan. No, it really wasn't. It was just... Really fun at the time. Yeah, you're winning Big Ten titles. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're in there. But it it really wasn't as dominant as what I think Michigan fans want to believe it was. I think Harbaugh is very similar to Bo Schembechler. People just are afraid to admit it. I think so, too. I think it's just the it's – it's the easy way out if you're just like, no, Bo was Michigan football. Yeah. Therefore, he he gets it. All right, so, so, so we're down to two. Brendan Shanahan mm-hmm. against Alan Trammell. This one's really tough because you have all Detroit versus the guy you brought in that won back-to-back titles. Like, he was the missing – Shanahan was the missing piece. Did he win in 2002 as well? He was on the 2002 team, yes. He won the he had the game-winning goal, actually, in, in the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, but, I mean, it was a – it was. How, how do you even hold a stick to that? With a bat. <laughs> a stick, literally. Hey. <laughs> I would lean set towards you up. so icon like Shanahan's number is not even retired, and I think it deserves to be in a lot of ways because I think he was the I already said it miss the missing piece to going on the the dynasty that the the Red Wings went on to. He was the assistant. He needed Eiserman needed his guy right, and yes. he was the guy. But Alan Trammell was the guy, and that's where I'm going to lean towards is Alan Trammell is. Tigers baseball in that era. Shanahan was the other guy in Red Wings hockey for his whole career. He really was. And there's nothing wrong with that. He was he was just as important as the guy, but he wasn't the guy. Is that fair? Like he was always going to make the list of uh over or underrated players. Yeah. Cuz everybody would fair. agree Shanahan? that he was one yeah. of the best players, but he was a little un- underrated. He was unbelievable. He was seriously a power forward that was like it, it, a few episodes very ago. Very, very underrated player. We talked about his point totals. He led the team. Oh, yeah, I mean, he was he exactly, but he still wasn't the face. I'm sure Trammell didn't lead Which the team crazy. in home runs or RBIs or anything, like that, but he was the face. He was the Troy Bolton. <laughs> oh man, he is the team. <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree with you, and I'm and gonna go only, Alan Trammell. And for the biggest reason, you could argue Shanahan had the better stretch, yeah. but I'm gonna go full career. I'm gonna go face of an entire organization for 20 years, and that was Alan Trammell. All right, we're sticking with it. So now we are down to three, oh my Mr. Gosh. X. We got Chauncey Billups, Mike Illich, and Alan Trammell. 
See you guys next week. <laughs> yeah, no, we probably should. But we're going to finish this now. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we are going to finish it one way or another, whether it's with using the, the, the listeners. We need the or listeners. Or keeping us three. We have a lot of work to do here. So, am I wrong to cut off Mike Illich because he's an owner? We have two unbelievable players that are actually on the field doing something. I don't know. Illich was pretty influential. Owner and, and of two of the teams. You're talking about Red Wings well. and Tigers. I think if he had a, a MLB title or World Series title, that I would, would be, be like 100%. Like 100% game. Because then you could say so, so titles maybe, in both. Maybe I should really look at it the other way. So let's look at Trammell to Billups. They both had one title. Billups had a career before, a career after. Can we cut Billups because I would cut Billups from because that Alan Trammell was a tiger. Yep, I All would. Right. Oh man, <laughs> this is getting tough. So now we're down to, to Mike Illich and Alan Trammell again. I'm going to bring up on the field. I would go towards Trammell, but I feel like you guys are both looking at me like you're crazy. It should be Illich. I- am I wrong on this? Micah hates baseball. He's going to Illich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just kidding. You watch your language. Illich is baseball. Yeah, that's true, but uh, it's also hockey. I this d- one's tough. I don't know how you go against Illich. I, 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 I could, I could respect the argument, but I'm going Illich. When did he own the Red Wings? When did that happen? Eighty-four. Oh, that was my guess. Is eighty-four? I think it was eighty-four. <laughs> And they were bad, very, very bad. Like there was empty stadium. They were giving out. They were giving away cars. So you're saying Mike Illich was? <laughs> they the were 20- literally giving away cars at intermission to bring in fans. So they were they Illich brought in the 25 year playoff run. Definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. This, this Mike Illich is the guy who. Rebuilt Detroit sports All right, so, to what we know. So Mike agrees. That he says a good three, but you do you truly sorry, but so to truly do X factor, I think Illich had the biggest impact of the three. Um, we're, we're obviously down to two now between Illich and, and Trammell. He said Micah speaks the truth on this. So I look at on the field. I I, I want to focus respect, more on that. I respect players but more. I, I, I do too, because it's not just money, but the fact that you're owning two teams, two successful teams in an era that we loved and strived on. Like, and he spent a lot of money to do it. He spent a lot of money to do it. Like, I yep. am 100% okay with going Illich, but I would lean towards Trammell. So, Ryan, this is up to you, buddy. I, I'm leaning towards Trammell as well. I'm, I feel the same oh way as my. you. Now I'm kind of regretting the way I leaned, but I, I think we got to go You could change your mind. I'm going player. I'm going the I'm guy going on, the, on well. the field. All right. Alan Trammell. I am you a rake. are the, <laughs> about Lambeer or Trammell? <laughs> Both. All right. Alan Trammell is the official X Factor. He is the oh. best of the non-letters. Is that fair? 
Yeah. Is that the way to describe it? Well, the best of the rest. <laughs> I'm going to work on that over He's the, the course. the best of the rest. The best of the rest. Yeah, you, you said that perfectly. Um, so that was the best of the rest. Uh, there's there's nothing wrong with Illich. But oh, I, sure. You tell him that. I had to go player. I'm sorry. I just, I I'm going to lean towards that. player. I would go towards player as well. Um, but that's why we picked Scotty Bowman, right? That, you it's know different. how I felt it's about that. It's different. Uh, it is different. Though. Uh, a coach is different than an owner as well. A coach gets his hands involved more than an owner. Don't disrespect the Bowman. owner hires the coach. No, the GM hires the coach. Who hires the GM? The president. The Who hires the president? The GM. <laughs> Look. Package All right. Deal. I think oh, we get it. We get it. Right. No, we got we should it. Probably Let's get move this on. Mike Workamet is so <laughs> He should be. Uh, thank you guys for watching this and, and getting involved. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this could be like a, a hot, hot discussion. We got to find a way to post this. Yeah. Is it tomorrow yet or no? <laughs> yeah. Almost. Okay. Uh, we're, we're almost at two hours here. Uh, but thank you guys for watching. Oh. And uh, we're going to we're gonna keep this thing rolling with, with our beer grades before we sign off for the podcast. But uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break here. So uh, thank you guys. I think that is a perfect song to kind of wrap up our episode talking about the, the greatest icons in the state of Michigan and, and a lot more. Um, uh, we do want to get into our beer grades, but before we do, uh, I, w- I want to remind everyone that, again, although you cannot sit at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, you don't have to miss out on their great beer during the shutdown. They're open Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., so you can continue to support them by purchasing crawlers, growlers, gift cards, and merchandise. They have great beer, great staff that we need to support now more than ever. The Hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2020, and if you mention State of My Sports, you'll get a dollar off your crawler, $3 off a growler fill, uh, which includes the brand-new State of MIPA named after the podcast, so obviously we highly recommend that, but we also recommend all of their beers and all of their seltzers. Uh, make sure you tag State of My Sports and the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe um, in, in your 0 to 10 grades. So so if you're out there, go ahead and pick up State of My PA and give it a quick grade. Just tag us, please. Let us know they you're said, out there. They said $2 off as well, right, Growlers? Yes, actually, yeah. Well, we were just doing the Facebook, we Facebook just, Live. They what just is, mentioned what, it. Somebody, somebody pulled, so she said... You can get was it two or three dollars? I off? think it was two dollars off. Maybe it was crawlers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure she she bumped up the the dollar off. Um, so thank you to Ashley for that. And yeah, that, you and that's for the state of state, state of, my of my PA. PA. But make sure you tag us in that. Make sure you're you're giving us your zero to ten grade. It, like let's get some traction on on that that concept. Yeah, I mean th- this is something that I would love to see feedback on with the state of my PA and the beer that we had a hand in. It was so fun. It, it was just it was a it. great time, and then. I think this is a really a big hit. You said it earlier, Sam, when we were talking off the air. This is a really, really good beer. I think we're we're really proud of it, and I'd love to get the feedback from everybody out there to see what you guys think, what kind of grade you would give, uh, and then you know give some feedback on, on what you think it should be 
I don't think it should really improve at all. I think it's great the way it is. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I mean, 100% Citra, Citra hops. Not yet, Ryan, sorry. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> no, that, that was my fault, not yours. Um, <laughs> the song's still cranking. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember where I was going. Citra it, something. It, 100%. Crystal, crystal, not Citra. There we from go. Crystal hops from Coopersville, Michigan. I mean, just down the street. Just down the street. It is West Michigan to a T. Everybody in in West Michigan should really jump in and and, and embrace this beer. I love I want, it. I want to see other other beer enthusiasts kind of jumping in and and getting being a part of this because it is. I think it's a really good beer. It, I think it, Eric did a wonderful job. I think even just looking at the color of the beer too, it was something you, you just looked at. It, it was like, oh, that's that's nice. It was great. Yeah. But just to restate, it's the crawler of the state of my PA for two dollars off all week long at the hops. Yes. So this week, get out there, support. Mention man. state of my sports at the hops, and and you can get a what was it. How much? How much off this? this Two dollars off of a crowler, which is one of these big cans. Yes, the big cans are a beautiful thing. Um, so, so let's jump into our beer grades. Ryan, you you should really start us off for this one. Sure, I will. Uh, Pigeon Hill Brewing Company. I am drinking No Dignity Hazy IPA. Big deal. Who I mean, needs this dignity? Is a big deal. Who needs dignity when you have a juicy IPA? Uh. I actually have no idea what you guys graded. Couldn't tell you. With this thing that was so long, time lo- ago. so long ago. I think the downfall with the grade I'm about to give is that I actually drank the state of my PA. And when I started comparing the two, I I had a clear preference, and that was the state of my PA. So, no dignity. I, it, it's a very, very good beer. I'm going to give it a 7.9. Okay. Not an 8.9 like I tend to do pretty <laughs> often, but a 7.9. All right, so I'm going to jump in. Um, I actually just dropped the can, so yeah, hold on a second. Way over there. Come on, man. <laughs> he was scrambling to get it all set up and then just knocked it right over. Luckily, it was empty. It was an empty. Um, so I got Casual from City Built, which I'm a big City Built guy. I love their Grandwich. Unbelievable. The food is Their tacos amazing are really good. Their beer is solid, too. This is a, a hazy pale ale, um, double dip. Double hop. Double hop. Double. Double dry hop. Double dry hop. Um, with Citra, El Dorado, Kalista, and Sabrao hops. Very good beer. Kalista. That reminds me of Game of Thrones. 5.9% alcohol by volume. It, it is a excellent beer. I think I'm going to kind of fall on the same line with you here where it kind of downgraded from the fact that I was drinking a little bit of the – the uh, state of my state PA. of my PA, um, but I really don't want to harp on that. T- this is a really good beer. I'm really happy with it. I'm gonna go with a a seven. Nope, I'm gonna go with an eight one. Whoa! All right, I like it. So tonight, I'm drinking State of My PA from Whoa, the Hops never Brewing heard of that. Company. Where's that from? State of my- oh, all right, love it. Good. Something to do with Coopersville, yeah. right? Seven point three percent. I love that. It's a great beer. Anyways, um, it's it's easy to drink, and it's it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. Yeah. It is going to be so superb on a hot summer day. <clears throat> uh, one of one of our listeners. So we, I'm going to bring it up. Brittany, yeah. my sister. We we're actually have having 
a, a beer at your house before before we started recording. We had dinner. Yeah. She brought up the fact that they would actually go really well in with an orange. So I'd be interested to try and garnish it with an orange. I think one of us has to do that and see if it it changes it a little bit because I think that's that's a key with Oberon is bringing in the orange and even uh uh what what what's the one from from uh, Grayline that that needs an orange that's really good. I I'm sorry. Soulshine. Soulshine. Changes it. This doesn't complete. need an orange. It doesn't though. need it. That, it doesn't ex- need it the way I think Soulshine in Oberon needs it, but it might change it a little bit. And I don't know. I, I, as soon as I heard it, I thought it was interesting. I'm, I'm interesting sorry, take. I just went on a no. rant there, but give it a <laughs> give it a grade or talk about it more. I don't know. I don't care the, what you do. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up honest. This is not being yeah. being a slappy. This is one of the best IPAs I have ever had. It's, yeah. I would put it up against any of the big guys' IPAs. The big guys in town, across the country, the, the few ones I've tried, okay? Yeah. I'm going to go with a 9.7. Wozers! Whoa. Dead serious. I can't disagree with you. I really can't. Like, that's a really high grade, but I, I, I get it. Uh, very good beer. Very, very good Put beer. it this way. Meyer's going to take a hit from beer sales from me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm is... going to buy a lot of IPA, state of MIPA, from the hops. Yeah. I, I'll be right there next to you. Uh, so I, one year, thank you guys. Again, thank you guys for recording. Love the fact that we're still doing this. Thank you all for listening. We, we wouldn't continue to do it unless unless we knew you guys were out there. Uh and thank you to the hops for, for being a great sponsor and for the beer. Just unbelievable. We'll talk to you guys next week, if not sooner. 9.7? 9.7. Love it. Peace. We can see when things go naturally.